What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Deal Masters podcast. We are right now in an awesome, awesome time right now. So it's still a great time to do deals. It's still a great time to make things happen. I am your host, Sterling Anderson. And I have a very, very special guest for you today, um, guy by the name of Jonathan Tran, who's just been killing it in this business. He's a full-time investor living in California, but he's also investing in Racine and Kenosha, Wisconsin. So he's got some virtual deals going on as well. Uh, his primarily does some buy and hold things with the whole burst strategy, buy, rehab, refinance, repeat. We're going to definitely deep dive and get into that way. He's using private money to do deals, where he's finding deals. Uh, he runs his company with his older brother as well. And he was one click away from submitting a graduate school application. So we definitely want to get into that as well. Jonathan, welcome to Deal Masters, man. How are you? Hey, Sterling, I'm doing good. Um, thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm really excited to be here. The same here, man. Thank you so much for being on. Like we were talking about, man, it's so crazy how we connected, you know, on social media, you know, after all this time. But now we're here doing a podcast, man, talking about what you're doing. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just saw you on like a, a little live video thing. And I think you liked one of my comments or something. Yeah. I just added you as a friend. Love it, And man. I've just been following you and watching you and what you're doing. And I love what you're doing too, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. So yes, yeah, definitely get into it, man. Kind of tell us a little bit more about your story, how you got into the business and, and just who is Jonathan Tran? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my name is Jonathan, obviously, and, uh, I am 30 years old right now and I just graduated college about two years ago. Awesome. So I was 28 when I graduated and that's my undergraduate degree. So it actually took me 10 years to finish college. Mm. And, um, you know, when I was 18, I went to, I was, I went to university right away and I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do, man. So I was yeah. just kind of floating around and, you know, I joined a fraternity and ended up dropping out of the fraternity and like that fraternity <laughs> ended up, uh, it ended up getting expelled for hazing. Oh, and so man. it, it, it oh, kind of made sense. That's why I like dropped out. It was, it was pretty bad. Right. But, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say what fraternity it was, but gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. So, I mean, my first year of college, I had a 0.25 GPA. So I passed wow. one class with a C. Yeah. And, you know, I was not a good student by all means. I was just, you know, I did, didn't have my head in it. Right. Right. And at the time, too, I was also really overweight. I weighed about 250. Wow. And, um, yeah. And I was, uh, I, I was obese. And I dropped, I got kicked out of school. I was a dropout and like, I wasn't even working. I didn't have a job. And at that point in my life, I was just like, I need to do something with my life. And the only thing I fi figured I could do was to change uh, was my weight. And so yeah. I started, my first thing I started doing, I didn't even have a gym membership. I just started walking around a lake in Cal uh, around where I lived. It was a five mile loop. Okay. And my goal, yeah, yeah. My goal was to just, you know, my goal was to start small and I wanted to run the whole thing, but obviously running five miles when you're obese is, is pretty tough. It's so, tough. yeah, <clears throat> so excuse me. I started with um, one mile and, you know, I started on it, it felt good. And by the time I reached the quarter mile, I couldn't do anymore. So, <laughs> and then I just kept going back day after day and slowly um, getting further and further. Got it. And, uh, yeah, when I took that, um, when, when I started losing weight, I started to, re I, you know, I learned a lot from that. I learned about, you know, setting goals and making things achievable and being able to slowly incrementally get better and better and kind of have right. a snowball effect. Yeah. And then I took those lessons and that discipline and put it back into school. I ended up going back 
and that uh, mindset shift man yeah man that thing is like that's what changed my life honestly yes and I, it carries to me today and i still do i still do everything those it, it's just strategies you know it, i'm not i'm not anyone special and i don't want anybody to think that the only thing yeah. i did was i took strategies that successful people use and put it into my life to do the same things that's awesome that's yeah. good good man good yeah. good good awesome awesome story so Take us, you know, kind of through just getting into, you know, real estate. I know you're doing this with your brother and I know you had some other things going on, too. So what did that look like when you when you officially started to, to get into the business? Yeah. So uh, my brother, <clears throat> excuse me, man, my brother, he um, he had just quit his job. Uh, he was working as an accountant at a hotel in the hospitality industry. Yeah. And I was about to apply for graduate schools for medicine and then. Um, he, you know, he told me he was quitting his job and I was like, man, you are crazy. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> and then he started sending me podcasts and YouTube videos and I started to see what he was doing. And I was like, man, I think you could do this. And then I asked him like, do you need help? And he's, he just said, yeah, I could use some help. And so he's, he's actually, we, we have a big age gap. He's about 11 years older than I am. Okay. And he didn't have social media when we first started our business. Wow. And so our business mainly is you know, digital marketing, because we're virtual, yep. right? right? And um, so I, I ran all the online stuff and he got a Facebook uh, probably a few months after we'd started our business. So he just started using it. Okay. And, um, you know, and it was really a great thing for me because I, I wasn't really into doing medicine. Yeah. I was just doing it because it felt like the right path. Right. Uh, you know, I enjoyed science and um, it seemed to fit, but I didn't, I knew I wanted to help people, but that's not the way I wanted to do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 And we do that a lot, man. I think it's uh, kind of one of those things where you, you know, you're into something because you think this is what you want to do, but you come to find out, hey, let me go ahead and go down this different path. So it, it always, always comes around full circle to where you want to be. Right. So. And it was a tough decision because it's like, you know, sure. you don't want to, you don't want to make a decision and say that you're quitting, you know, you are, right. you, are you quitting or are you just pivoting? So it's, yeah. it's, it's tough to kind of decipher that. Right. That's it. That's it. Well, cool, man. Let's definitely hop into it, man. I know that a lot of people want to know about what you're doing, how you're getting deals, what strategy is, is working best for you today. And you're a big fan of the Burr strategy. For those that don't know, kind of walk us through what that strategy is and how that's working for you. Yeah. So the Burr strategy, obviously, you said it earlier, is uh, so you buy, you rehab, and you rent, and then you repeat. Um, so we're using wholesaling tactics to find off-market properties, awesome. right? And instead of wholesaling it, we're keeping them for ourselves. Um, yeah. And it's basically like we're paying ourselves the, the assignment fee with a refinance. Awesome. And so, you know, we're using, we're not using our money to purchase. We're basically using our money to market. And we're mm -hmm. using uh, friends and family and private investors here in California to give them a return on their investment and then use their money to purchase houses, rehab them, get them stabilized with a renter. And then a local bank in Wisconsin is refinancing us out. Awesome. Good, 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 good. And kind of take us through that too. I know a big part of that and something that I always talk to people about too is the whole, you know, private lending side of things. How does that look like with your lenders? How are you approaching them? Just how does that conversation look like to get them on board with doing something, you know, with, with this type of strategy. Yeah. And this has to do with, uh, with my brother actually. So he's, um, okay. he mainly does yeah. the private funding, uh, the fundraising. 
but awesome. you know he's he's presenting it to them in a way that you're you're able to get a better a much better return in this in the in real estate right yeah stock market is six to eight percent on average right mm-hmm. and we're able to give them a 12 percent return and we even give them points up front as a thank you um so it's just a one point up front and then we give them a 12 percent return um annualized that's so over the year awesome yeah and that's okay. it. And it and it's just it's interesting because sometimes you know i i've heard from other people that 12 percent sounds too good and so they feel it's risky it's when risky it's yeah, not. yeah right yeah. right yeah. so yeah. I, and i've heard of people saying like 12 percent is too much if you offer lower they're more comfortable because they feel like it's less of a risk so the psychology right. of it is interesting it is oh yeah got it man got it <laughs> So when you guys are, are out there finding deals, what are some of the top ways that you are marketing and finding deals today? I know we're kind of in different times now, yeah. um, and I definitely want to get more into that too, but what's some of the top ways that you're finding deals right now? So our main strategy right now is digital. We're doing Google ads, um, we're doing uh, Facebook marketing, and we're also, you know, mm-hmm. our website focusing on search engine optimization, trying to rank well on Google. Um, awesome. We have done direct mail. We've never done cold calling. Um, mm-hmm. We've never done SMS. But we also look through Craigslist and post Craigslist ads. That seems to work too. Right. But, you yeah. know, during this time, it's an interesting time because we're we're noticing like a, a decrease in traffic to our website and Google ads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it, it kind of makes sense. You know, people aren't ready to move out yet, so they may not be searching yeah. for that solution. But I do right. believe that. You know, once the stay-at-home orders are lifted, I think there will be a flood of people looking for a solution at that point. Oh, yeah. I think there's definitely going to be a lot of opportunities coming down the pipes. And I've kind of, you know, been doing that over the past couple of days, you know, following up with sellers who, you know, were not interested in the past. Maybe they are interested now. And then also right. following up with some of our buyers, too, to see, okay, are they still buying? So I'm right. kind of seeing it, you know, 50-50 on both fronts. Some of them are ready. Some of them are just kind of staying put um, until this whole thing blows over. So it'll be real interesting to see what happens here in the next, you know, month to two months um, and how everything how everything pans out, man. So those are definitely great uh, marketing channels to be able to, to, to do that. You mentioned Craigslist. Everybody's like, you know, Craigslist is dead. Now, Craigslist, you can still... You know, do some pretty good marketing on Craigslist. I mean, you can definitely get some buyers coming through there. You know, if you're posting things for buyers, and then I think with, with I think with what's happening now um, in the market, it's also going to be a return for the sellers to come back to it as well. So that's definitely a great thing. Cold calling. Um, I actually had a chance to do some cold calling over the past couple of days here, just being on the phone. You know, with sellers, and some some of them sellers are brutal, but you have to keep. You have to keep going. You have to keep, you know, pressing past that to to, to make those deals happen, man. Yeah. So that's that. That's it. But yeah, those are definitely great marketing channels and, and being able to make that happen. So speaking of that, what are like your favorite tools to use um, in the business when it comes to evaluating deals? Any type of apps or anything or, or software that you like to use? Yeah, we use uh, we use PropStream. PropStream awesome. is pretty yes. awesome. You know, we don't have MLS access, so PropStream is a great uh, alternative. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a really awesome tool to have. Um, I know you, yeah. I think you use Deal Machine, right? Uh, yep. For, Deal yeah. Machine. So we've, ne- we've used Deal Machine when we first, because like, we were first driving for dollars, we go out there and visit. But since we're virtual, yeah. we don't really use it. And our market is so small that yeah. we kind of know where all the bad houses are and all the vacant ones are. 
it's got it okay yeah yeah it's like nothing is returning we haven't picked up anything new from what we've already mm -hmm. found um just because the market is so small but um awesome. I, I noticed that you can do like um it's called virtual driving for dollars now which is pretty awesome yeah yeah they released that um that plugin or that that extension for the uh the chrome browser and i you know and i do i do a little bit every day as far as just doing the whole virtual thing you kind of have to watch it a little bit if a picture was taken back in 2014 of course that right. property may have been purchased in rehab but there's a couple different ways that you can go and check and see one you know where google what neighborhoods they're going into next mm. um and i've got to figure that out somebody had told me about that where you can kind of forecast where google's you know heading next so you can check those neighborhoods out as well oh, that's so yeah that, that'd be really cool so you you know you know where they're headed but yeah that's it's a really really great thing to do and you can just add that and of course send the mail out right from the app or the desktop um if you're if you're doing it that way i did a video on that too i'll send that to you I'm, or i'm not too sure if you had seen that um but yeah it's a great way to still you know continue to add those properties to make it happen okay cool perfect man perfect well i kind of wanted to and i meant to ask this before uh, we talked about mindset in this business, especially now today with everything that's going on. Do you have like a daily routine that you go through uh, before you before you start your day? I do. I do. Um, you know, and it, with this whole like coronavirus thing and it, it has honestly yeah. it's thrown me off. You know, my routine is yeah. definitely not the same. And, you know, I'm still trying to get back into the mood. Um, I'm definitely mm -hmm. a person who likes to. I guess um, is more is very influenced by my environment. Right. So, I, my typical routine with before all of this happened would I, I would wake up around five a.m. and I would get things going and get to the gym. I would even do uh, I would even meditate. I do that stuff like I do all the woo woo stuff that you know people awesome. maybe be unsure <laughs> of, but you know I feel that stuff actually works and it I, does. Man. Yeah, I, I've even got like. I've gotten a, uh, an empowerment coach, a mental empowerment coach who kind of awesome. talks me through and kind of does like hypnosis stuff, which sounds weird too, yeah. but you know, it, it's all in your mind, oh, right? Man, I have to try that, man. Dude, I kind of want to try. I've been wanting to try that, you know? It, it's, if you really like let into it and you really let it yeah. be, you, you will see some amazing benefits just because, awesome. and people might think like, oh, you know, that stuff doesn't work, but it's, if you believe it doesn't work, it's not going to work, obviously, right? It's you right. yourself that has sure. to believe it. But yeah, all you're doing is you're just shifting things in your mind and you're seeing things in a different way. You can change your emotion and your state like in an instant. <clears throat> wow. And I do the same thing. I did the same thing before I went onto your podcast. Like I just kind of sat and um, calmed my mind and kind of thought about being excited and in a positive place and being gratuitous and that kind of stuff. Just like the way you bring your energy to things, it really matters. I love that. Yeah, I love how you put that. And that's so key. Like I use that uh that app called Calm mm. and that's worked well for me. Yeah. Um just to be able to do that during, you know, my morning routine, you know, to just get my mind set for the day. And I truly believe that, you know, how you start your day really sets the tone for how your day goes. Absolutely. And especially, you know, in the business that we're in, man, we really have to be, you know, in a sharp mind for the things that we deal with during the day. Absolutely. So you know, doing meditating and just having that time in the morning and just being quiet is perfect, um, especially for, for, for what we do. So that's that's awesome, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That is good. Yeah. So Cool, cool, cool. That, so I'll do the meditating. I'll get to the gym usually. And so now I'm trying to work out at home, uh, which is not yeah. as easy because it's like, you know, I enjoy going to the gym in that environment. And then 
being at home is, you know, I'm at home. <laughs> so right, I miss the gym. So yeah, much, man, man, me too. I, I swear I do. <laughs> and so then I'll do that, and then once I get to the gym, and I'll, I'll listen to a podcast actually while I work out. That's awesome. I don't listen to music anymore while I'm working out. I, I just I, yeah, and I enjoy listening to podcasts and stuff at two times speed. I just I feel like I'm able to uh, yeah. retain it, and I can get through information so much quicker. Awesome. And uh, cool. But once I get that, then it's then I'll start my day, and it's. You know, and I'm, I'm sure like you, when you're owning a business, you're also a leader, right? And That's you know, right. the energy you bring to your team really matters too. So getting that yeah. right inside you first is, is just so important. And then for me, it's my, Man. my team is my brother and my brother is actually our leader. But you know, what I've learned awesome. over this past couple of years is that being a leader is just, it, it doesn't, it's not dependent on the title, right? You can be a mm-hmm. leader. Right and be below somebody you can lead up the chain and i i got that from you know jocko willink and um extreme ownership and that's awesome man yeah. okay awesome good 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 well that's awesome that's definitely a great thing to do i mean i always like to give people just some different things that they can just tap into to get that mindset you know that's that's a that's such a crazy shift um that needs to happen that way in fact i was watching your um your uh your interview did you did with trevor over at over at camp and you guys were talking about you know just that whole mindset shift and i picked a lot of stuff up you know too from trevor shout out to trevor over uh over at investor care just on mind shift you know in 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 this business especially what we're doing man it's so important that's so key and being able to do that and keep things going because we all have those points where you know, man, we're just not feeling it today. We don't know if we go on. Do we feel like doing this? But man, shifting that mindset and knowing that end goal, knowing your whys, and just being really focused will take you very far. So, and that's so true. Like that, I, uh, that works out. Yeah, there's so many days where you know, especially in the beginning of our journey, there's there would be days where I'd be laying in bed. I'm like, what am I doing? I need. I should just get a job. Yeah. You know, like this is crazy. Yeah. What am I doing? There's so much right. uncertainty, but you know, there's so much reward out of it. And if we can just stick, all you got to do is just stick through it and just keep going. And that's, you always come out better and stronger when you stick through something. And I think that's the thing too. People have a difficult time with following through with whatever they're doing. And if, you know, like that may be the issue, it's, it's your inability to just stick through things. Right. That's it, man. That's awesome. That's good. Well, yeah, I will hop back into it, man. Uh, you know, I definitely want to make sure we covered mindset. It's so important again for the times that we're in now, uh, but to shift back to, you know, shift back to investing and, and different strategies. So you're, you're doing virtual deals. You're in um, California right now, but you're doing virtual deals in, in Wisconsin. When you're hopping into another market, what does that look like for you? Like what data are you looking at? Are you, you know, developing connections or how are you, you know, doing deals virtually in those different markets from where you're at? Yeah. So we do look at um, the market in terms of, and we're still so new to this still too, but we we're mainly looking at yeah. cash flow. You know, do the properties have good cash flow? You know, anywhere from like we would like to see three percent, that would be amazing for a rate rent ratio, yeah. but you know, two is good too. Um, so we are currently looking it's mainly the midwest you know when you're on the coast their properties are not cash flowing uh you know you're lucky to get one percent in california <laughs> so man wow yeah it's it's crazy you're, you're definitely at a loss whenever you're investing in california if you're trying to go for rentals um so that's right. why it didn't make sense for us to try to do rentals here 
Um, wholesaling here is probably a lot better, you know, but we don't know. We don't really wholesale here, but um, that's kind of what we look at. And, and obviously growth too, growth of market. If, if it's a place where you have a big industry coming in like Amazon or, you know, any of those, um, our market in Wisconsin yeah. has an Amazon warehouse, has two. It sits in the middle of uh, Chicago and Milwaukee. So two major cities. Yeah. Okay. And um, right. it also has like Uline and a bunch of other in, like industrial kind of stuff. You can factories and stuff like that could be over there. So awesome. got some growth potential there. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. So when you are, you know, you have a seller, you're talking to that seller and it comes to a point where you need to view that property. Like what does your team look like on the ground there? Do you have boots on the ground? How is that? Yes. Going? So we do have boots on the ground and, um, you know, some people might be wondering why Racine, Wisconsin, why such a small town? It probably anyone nobody's ever even heard of, right? Racine and Kenosha. <laughs> so they're uh, they're two cities that are they're basically sister cities. They're both population of about okay. seventy five thousand each. Yeah, wow. so they're pretty okay. small. And then um, Racine is about thirty minutes south of Milwaukee, so it's pretty close. But when we uh, we I'm so I'm Vietnamese. When my mom was around 17 or 18 years old, she immigrated over after the Vietnam War as a refugee, her and her family. Okay. Yeah, and they, uh, they ended up okay. getting sponsored by a, through the church by a couple families that helped us to reestablish a life. Oh, yeah, wow. and so it was really yeah. amazing, just like that kind of, you know, just really good-hearted, loving people that helped us out. And love that man that's yeah awesome. and, and racine was just that's that's where you know our, our lives started in america and so we still have family there yeah. they're still there we go to their wedding their kids weddings and we still you know we're, there's so much family to us and so when we first started our business they were the boots on the ground for us but you know and they nice. had they had jobs at the time too and so it, it wasn't um it didn't make sense to have keep them like keep sending them out to look at properties so we ended up finding sure. a uh, we ended up connecting with a realtor out there, a, a realty a brokerage, okay. and they were the primary source for HUD homes um, for foreclosures. Uh, and then okay. uh, they connected us with a property manager that was working out of their office. And so she ended up being our property manager. And also she's doing acquisitions for us. So we're paying her uh, acquisition fees to so, so wants to go out on properties and anything that closes we give her a, fee, a cut of and so yeah okay, she's looking awesome. at everything she's taking pictures cool. and she's so knowledgeable because she's you know she knows how much it costs to repair things for rentals and it, you know it's right. just it was a blessing to have her and she's just really good at what she does so it, it's really great that's perfect. That's good when you can have somebody on the team, man, that's very knowledgeable, that just jumps in and helps and knows what they're mm -hmm. doing. Uh, that's that's so yeah. very valuable. That's so integral as far as part of the team. Yeah. Good, man. Well, then, too, you know, again, you know, today as we're going through this whole, what I call the new COVID economy <laughs> or just everything that we're going through with the craziness, you know, that's kind of different now. So, you know, even when it comes to touring properties have you guys implemented any changes for that you know is it more so you know maybe having sellers send in pictures and videos or still having your agent go out there and do it how does that look for you yeah guys? that's our plan we are um we haven't gotten any opportunities i guess to try out this virtual vert tours so what we're doing is sure. we are having sellers uh, send pictures to us that's what we're planning to do 
and then even doing a video awesome. call or something that we can maybe record it. I know some people are doing Zoom because you can record Zoom meetings. Uh, and mm -hmm. since we're marketing online, typically they're more tech savvy, right? They kind of know how to use computers. So right. it makes sense where if you're doing direct mail or cold calling, they may not actually be using the computer as much or they may not be as tech savvy. Right. Very true. Very true. That's good. That's really good. Good, good yeah. tip on that. Cool, man. Well, then, too, um, just kind of wanted to, you know, in here, we're going to wrap things up. Just wanted to have you for anybody who is wanting to get into this business that may be just kind of sitting on the sidelines and just kind of don't know what they want to do. What would you tell them about about hopping into this business, whether it's, you know, the, the birth strategy or wholesaling or just, just getting into this business in general? What information can you leave for them to get them off the fence and get out there doing some deals? Mm, you know, it's <clears throat> this is always a tough one because it's it's interesting because yeah. you go to like a conference or whatever, and you know that if you're at a real estate conference and you get all hyped up, you know that only maybe like five percent of the people there will actually do the business, right? Ah, right. <clears throat> and right. It, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> and it and it has to do really with your motivation and your why and getting really clear with that, but then also implementing mm -hmm. strategies that will keep you on and implementing strategies like accountability, finding somebody to do it with you, maybe not being partnered with you, but maybe in another market and you guys are helping each other out or hiring a coach or, you know, doing these things that will make sure that you succeed because doing it alone makes it a lot yeah. harder, <laughs> you know, and I'm That's very, it. Man, yeah. that's it. I was very blessed to have my brother do this with me and to, to help me along. Because if if he wasn't with me, I probably wouldn't be able to keep doing this. You know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely. You know, good when you have somebody by your side that's kind of you know holding you accountable and working with you and, and make it happen. That that saying, you know, teamwork yeah. makes dream work, is so very true. And uh, being able to make that happen, cool, man, cool. Well, again, man, you're doing some amazing amazing awesome things man keep crushing it keep killing it where can people if people want to get in contact with you or find you work so you can you? find me on facebook jonathan tran um you know from, i'm from san diego you can also find me on instagram i am party tranimal <laughs> and that was a that was a nickname given to me by a friend <laughs> way back when you know that was when i was Funkin' out of college. That was the 18-year-old back in the days, college days. Um, but yeah, man, those are the ways you can connect with me. Um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm, am I the first guest on your podcast so far? You are. I was just about to say that, man. You are the very first Dude. guest on the Deal Masters podcast, man. I appreciate you so Dude, much. Dude, I'm honored to be here. And you know what? What's amazing is like, I get to ask you questions because honestly, we've never met, right? So this is our first time actually talking. Right. So this is actually yep. my chance to get to know you yep. too and, and all of your listeners to get to kind yeah. of know you also. So I'm going to flip this right. now. Right, <laughs> so you tell me, how did you get into <laughs> real estate? What got you started? What's your why? Man, you know, I got in, I've been, this had to be the end of 2010, beginning of 2011. So that's how long I've been, um, you know, been been in the business. And I would watch my grandparents, my grandparents owned real estate and they had rentals. Okay, I said, that's something that I wanted to do. And they weren't doing the whole wholesaling and fixing, flipping and things like that. So I came across a couple of guys, one guy by the name of Cody okay. Berber. And the other guy by the name of Kenny Rushing. Me and Kenny Rushing are pretty good 
um, friends still today. So I would watch, you know, their YouTube videos and would, you know, sign up for different things that they had. But the thing with me is that I would go out and I would implement whatever That's they said. Amazing. So, you know, how they said to market for sellers, I would go out and do that. What to say to buyers, I, I would do that. And I got my first property under contract spring, spring 2011. It was a, a duplex that I got under contract. And I think I made, goodness, I think I only made like $4,500 or something on that, you know, on that duplex back then. But right then I was hooked <laughs> because I did everything and you know got that property contract made a couple of mistakes where i had to extend the contract the time um but we got the deal done and made it happen and then went on to just continue to you know do do wholesale and then i started to get into uh fix and flips while i was still wholesaling but i was also working full time at bank of the west and then uh, this lady had called and, and cursed me out because we didn't send her her title after she paid off her car. That was not the best day for me. So me and that lady had some words. They sent me home. And the next day I went back to grab my stuff. And that's the last time I had a full-time job. And that was January 7th, oh, 2013. Wow. So I've been running the company full-time um, ever since, man. So been able to do you know wholesaling, been able to do fix and flips, um, you know, not only here in Omaha, but Kansas City, Atlanta, uh, Dallas, and, you know, now Phoenix getting into, you know, that, that market as well. So I've been able to do some pretty, some pretty awesome things, meet some great people, got into some multifamily syndications as well um, with my other mentor, who's Grant Cardone, um, and Michael Blank as well, teaching me, you know, about multifamily and syndications. So it's been a wild ride, man, you know. My why is certainly, you know, my you know my, my wife and my children. I have wow. seven children. You have, I didn't so, even know that. I'm yeah, like, I've, I've, I've seen you post pictures of your kids and stuff, and I was like, I definitely don't remember yeah. seeing seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all my kids, the majority of they're older. So all the way from, you know, 25 years old, all the way down to wow. my one-year-old. So it's a really, really, you know, big gap right there. In fact, one of my sons, he turns 18 years that, old man, today. That's awesome. So it's, yeah, man, yeah. So they're definitely my why and my reason for getting up every day to, you know, pound the pavement and make it happen and, 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 and do what I do, man. So it's been, it's been an awesome ride. I love what I do. I get to get up um, and truly help people and, 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 and really enjoy, you know, doing this business. Even taking some of the bumps and bruises that it has, it still right. keeps me going, man. So that's, love that's it. me. I love it. Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, again, yeah, thank you so much, man, for being on here. First, first, first ever guest <laughs> on the Deal Masters podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Keep doing your thing. Keep rocking, man. Is there anything else that you want to leave with people man, before we get uh, out? I guess there is something. You know, for me, again, like I have my brother and sometimes you know when you're getting started you're so hungry to do a deal right you're so you're so hungry to make yes. money and to live that better life that you so badly want and sometimes you do things that are going to co cut corners or maybe be not mm. as ethical and there's definitely been times right. where i've shown instances of that and my brother has kept me grounded and be like hey i don't like i don't like the way this sounds yeah. or the way we're doing this 
and and it's made me double right. take, do a double take and make me think i'm like oh he's right you know this is not the way it should be done yeah and so as hungry as you are make sure to yeah. do it in a way that's right with yourself with god with the person whoever you're yes. doing it with that's awesome man i love how you put that that's very true ethics are truly everything in this business and i've been you know victim of, of, of that too was something that just wasn't hey let's Let's, let's shore this up. Let's make sure we fix this. This doesn't look right. We don't want to come off to a seller or a buyer that way or just in yeah. business in general that way. So always make sure that you're checking yourself or have somebody on your team um, that, that can check you yeah, if yeah. needed as well. And so that's, that's very key, very important. Cool, cool, man. Well, awesome. Again, man, thank you so much for being on. You guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And certainly if there's anything else I can do for you, let me know. Happy to help. Until next time, guys, get out there, crush it, continue doing deals. All right, John, thank thanks you, man. for being on, man. Got it. Bye. Take care.